0: Everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Pierce Motton Podcast. Thanks so much for stopping in. Before we get started tonight, please take a time and hit that subscribe button, share, like, five-star rating. Y'all know the you know the expectation, you can do it. Um another interesting day today as we continue to have further developments in my situation. And where I'm gonna end up after residential Uh, also we're gonna talk a little bit about some group stuff today um yeah so to get started let's rock right into it and get into the uh, updates so we had another meeting today uh, with my team and today was with this uh, I guess director of programming for a bariatric program uh, and GI doctor who may need to take out my gallbladder ASAP. I am basically got a earful for an hour from her about how I need to follow protocol, make sure I'm working with my team, do as she says. That she's a hard ass. And she wants to help me, but I have to, you know, understand that everything is structured a certain way. And that means I'm not going to have a lot of control. And she knows that I like control. And it's very difficult when I don't have control or I don't know what's coming next. Um, She said, though, in this program, that's just kind of how it works. And um, I just have to be willing to accept that. She reiterated that I'm going to have to relocate to Alabama. For how much ever time, Um, if I'm going to stay with them. And we were working on an idea that Kim found um, For some housing We're not sure if it's really truly an opportunity And um, Yeah um, So we'll see where that goes uh, After the phone call though I was basically left in the room with my therapist Who I personally feel has backstabbed me uh, and somebody who I don't really feel like I can trust. And so basically we got into that, and she asked me how we're supposed to move forward when I don't trust her. And I basically told her, well, we don't have a lot of choice. I've already been told I won't get a new therapist. Um, so I will participate. I will ask for help when needed, but there, at no point do I think that I could ever trust her again. And she basically told me that I was blowing it out of proportion. And honestly, she may not be wrong. But here's the deal. I have been let down a lot in my life by people. And when I came in here, not just this time, but when I first got here in November, they asked me what would I need. And I told them that all I really need is brutal honesty and be straight with me. And she wasn't, you know. She kind of led me into this, like, into the shooting gallery, in my opinion. And, you know, told me that we had something easy to cover that we missed in a group in our session. And. (laughs) And then it was my, and then I opened the door and it's my whole treatment team. And that's kind of when the ball started rolling downhill on this, that, you know, they are booting me and they're, you know, they don't think that this is the best PHP. Here's not the best plan because of my health deterioration or possible deterioration. And they think I should be closer to home. Or I can have a treatment team and so forth and so on. So that got pretty aggressive. And <clears throat> I just think we both left frustrated. I could tell she was frustrated. I think she could tell I was frustrated. Well, in the middle of that meeting, um, let me remind you that my... Every fiber of my soul. Like I was doing everything I knew to cope and not blow up. Because I think I blew up last time. And I didn't want to do that. And Kim pointed out that I blew up. And I wanted to be more civil. More adult about it, quote unquote. So I was using everything I knew to like not blow up. Square breathing. Counting to ten. Just closing my eyes and kind of going to a different place for a second. And I was able not to blow up, but I could tell that we were both both frustrated. and I was definitely like, all of my emotions were on high alert. And I could tell that I really wanted to binge. I had this feeling that I wanted to binge, that I needed to binge, that I needed food to, you know, something to my taste preference. To calm me down, to cope, which is absolutely the wrong thing to do. And I've been doing such a great job not doing that. But timing is everything. And it just so happened that, in the middle of all this like heavy talk and back and forth and uncomfortable interaction with the therapist, uh, today is a day where we get to eat out. And so they brought the tablet to me to pick my order, and I, you know, my EE brain went to, oh, instead of a 6-inch six six inch, um, French dip, I want the 12-inch. And I want a side of macaroni and cheese. And I want a side of cheddar potato soup. Because my logical brain was like, I am hungry and this does sound good. And I can throw some of it away and that's okay. It's not bad to throw the stuff away. Which is tough for me, but it's honestly the truth. It's okay. And there's nothing I can do. I can't give it to anybody to help them. It's okay to throw a little bit of extra food away. So I ordered what I wanted, but I knew there was a high risk of binge. Fast forward to meal eating. Um, we're talking, we're eating, and I'm binging. Like, I know I'm binging. The second I start eating, I get that French dip taste in my mouth. And my co- binging coping mechanisms go into full effect. And I am eating quickly. Um, Especially when I got to the second half of the sandwich. I hurried up and ate the macaroni and cheese. And a, a little cup of macaroni and cheese and a little cup of soup. And then I really flew through that second half of that sandwich. And it was hilarious because I knew what was coming. They were going to ask me how I was feeling. And I try to be very honest here. Even if it sometimes is ugly... I try to be honest. And... I... Literally forced that second part down. And then, just as I'm finishing it, they're like, Matt, how are you feeling? And I was like, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, I, I'm binging, and I literally just... Like... <laughs> Really uncomfortably ate all of this food because I didn't want to tell you the truth that I was binging and then you try to stop me um, which is scary because we all know what's going on with me health wise I should like I do know better and I have been doing really well with my eating but it was just kind of like the perfect storm of emotions and so we talked through that a little bit um, as I'm sitting there, I like not shortly after that, here comes the pain. Um, it's a, I ate fatty food, so here comes the gallbladder pain, which was aggressive for about a half hour or so. I actually ended up coming and laying in my bed, but then also my stomach felt like it was going to explode like it was you put way too much shit in here. What the hell were you thinking? And I was beating myself up quite a bit. Um, and as I was laying in bed, I started thinking about some group stuff we had today. And, you know, one of the things we talked about is, you know, you know that, you know, my ED is a friend. I've always seen it as a friend. And I was upset and sad and frustrated with everything that went on in that meeting and room and i needed my old friend and guess what it was there it was there to comfort me and treat me good and make me feel warm inside and whole but the whole time it's stabbing me in the back it's like when your best friend's like you think they really got you and then they start Sleeping with your wife behind your back. That's what this feels like. It's just, And I just keep letting it happen. Like, I'm like... Well, listen, I caught you sleeping with her once. But I don't think you'll do it again. You're just too good of a guy. Like, how stupid do I gotta be, y'all? But it is. It's like a friend. And... As I was sitting here in misery and thinking about how <laughs> that group stuff came up, I was like I don't know what life without my eating disorder is. It scares me. I don't know who I am if I'm not Matt with the eating disorder. It is my identity in a lot of ways. And I think we've talked about this before, but my eating disorder, it is it is all the things you know, It allows me to play a role in all my friend groups. I'm the fat fun guy. And if I'm not the fat fun guy, what am I? What good am I to any of the groups I'm in? What value do I hold as a friend? Because honestly, any, any person who listens to this, that's my friend, will tell you that I'm a fun friend. And I think I'm a loyal friend, but I'm not always a great friend. Just ask my friend Kevin's wife, who didn't talk to me to a, for a year, because for selfish reasons, I missed the biggest day, you know, before their kids. At that point, it was probably the biggest day of their lives, and Kevin was one of my dear friends already, and selfishly, I left Ohio and went to Utah, and his wife wouldn't talk to me for a year, What couldn't even acknowledge my existence, I haven't always been a great friend. ask my brother, who I love, him and our yin and yang, and I'm not always the greatest friend of him either. Now, somehow, Butler stays beside me and always is there for me, just like a brother would be. And thankfully, Kevin's wife talks to me because I love their family, and I think she's just as awesome as he is, and I value her friendship equally as much. But... I don't deserve it. And so if I'm not the fat fun guy anymore... What do I bring to the table? So it's like... I think deep down there's a part of me... That's still fighting on letting go of that. And it's like I'm already grieving everything else. I'm grieving my liver. I'm grieving my gallstones. Grieving my congestive heart failure... I'm grieving my daughter not wanting anything to do with me. How much more grieving can I take on? Because I'm going to have to let it go. And I'm working so hard at that. And I'm moving closer every day. But, like, how do I let it go? And then add another layer of grief. For Losing something that's been so instrumental in my life, but the fact is, like, if I want to be my most authentic self, it's not a fat guy, and I'm not trying to body shame anybody, it's, but I am morbidly obese, I have comorbidities out the yin yang. If I get a flu, it could be dangerous. If I get a cold, it can be dangerous. I'm sick of living this way. I don't do anything anymore. I used to play basketball all the time. I used to be able to sit on the floor. You would imagine like, what it's like to not be able to do something as simple as sitting on the floor. Because you can't get comfortable once you're down there. It hurts to get down there, and it hurts like a motherfucker to get back up. Excuse my language, but Seriously. My authentic self is somebody who's opinionated and knows what he wants and wants to try different things and wants to take some leaps wants to make himself uncomfortable wants to challenge himself wants to challenge the people around him and wants to be somebody that people can count on I want to be somebody who isn't afraid to tell people I love them I want to be somebody who cherishes friendships and is good at building relationships or making contact with people. You know, I'm somebody who probably leans hippie side left for a lot of things. Um, But I am conservative in other ways. Like, these are things I'm learning about myself over the last handful of years when I've been really trying to focus on Getting to know who Matt is again. You know, I'm somebody who loves sports, loves to play sports, competitive is all get out. But none of that's going to be possible if I don't find a way to release my eating disorder, grieve it, because there is going to be a grieving process, and move on. There's just no way that's going to be possible you know, until I get the balls to do that, and to get the balls to do that, I have to accept that my role really isn't just the fat guy, I don't think the handful of people that I considered close friends and family don't just consider me the fat guy, they consider me somebody who plays an important role in their lives, and that they can trust, and that they can count on, and that is fun, and it is a bit crazy, like, I know I drive my friend Kevin Tenney absolutely nuts with some of my random shit, and embarrass the shit out of him, one time I put a Hanukkah thing on in, uh is it Excalibur Casino? The one that's kind of medieval and I said something about being a uh, Jewish dinosaur and everyone else lost it, and you could just, he, Kevin was laughing, but he's also super, like Oh my god, I can't believe he said that. And so I think I know that I hold value outside of my size. And just being the funny guy. It turns out I can be the healthy guy too. Who's funny and all the things that I already am. But also be my authentic self. For PHP's, um, it looks like we are... Looking at Emily's Place up in Cleveland is kind of the one I think we're leaning toward right now if they'll take us. And then there is one in Salt Lake City that is kind of our our secondary option, desire. And then finally, uh, there's an online one that if I am able to stay in Alabama to work on some of my health stuff, that I will be able to um, get with. So, hopefully we will have an answer by the end of the week on PHP, that would be my hope. Because I thought I had two weeks from tomorrow left in residential, but they have decided to cut it to a week from tomorrow. Now they're saying they're gonna they can be flexible, um, but that's my therapist who obviously I don't trust, so you know I take that with a grain of salt. I'm having bad fog brain, like there is something I really wanted to cover tonight, and just like anything else, I can't remember hell the other day I was talking to my buddy Kevin on the phone on FaceTime and his two kids that I adore you know and have known their whole lives I couldn't remember their names for a long minute you know that like I, and I told him about that today and how I felt shitty <clears throat> I actually had a good talk with him today and just reminded me what a good friend he is because I know he's not one who usually deals with the feels, but I really needed to share with him today. Got a couple of uh, called binge exposures. Uh, one tomorrow night for dinner, which I'm semi excited about. And then we have another one that wasn't probably, I didn't know was going to be an exposure, but they're making burgers and loaded fries. And that suddenly became a big exposure for me. So there's some challenges coming tomorrow. And some more conversations. And I got to talk to the long-term disability people to get that worked out. So my coverage stays on. 850 things. Um... Seems like I'm in control of none of them. I just have to breathe. Um, I did get an assignment that they want my dietician because I went to her after my binge today and just said, Hey, I'm feeling pretty beat up about myself because I've been doing so good. I had this fail, and she said, It's not a fail, and blah blah blah. And, uh, So inside of that, uh, where she said it wasn't a fail, she hadn't told me to write about it. So now I've got to write it like from start to finish, all the feelings I felt. And we're going to cover it on our meeting on Friday. And I'm sorry if there's if I'm making noise. I laid in the bed a little different today because I've gotten some feedback. And uh, I think Kevin might have mentioned it, but some other people mentioned about they get where I'm coming from, lying in bed, but uh, when I move around, it makes noise, so I'm trying to avoid that. I wish there was another place I could, with a chair I could do this, but you work with what you got, but I do love all the feedback and uh, all the hints and stuff you guys are giving me, or things you guys think uh, could be improved. It does not go unnoticed. Oh, I had a weird dream, maybe that's what I want to tell you about So I don't know if you're familiar with Wrestling, but I love this new brand It's only a few years old called All Elite Wrestling So last night I had this dream That I somehow purchased All Elite Wrestling But not the stuff I watch on TV I mean it was the same characters But this was like In a fairground To say the best But the ring was like Only like half a ring for TV purposes and it was like all enclosed in and it had cardboard. And I came in and I had all these big plans. I was going to, you know, oh, we're going to pay everybody equally. Make sure everybody like stays healthy. We're going to have, and they didn't have like plain mat planned matches or storylines. They were just kind of like picking and choosing in the moment. And so I said, oh, we're going to have storylines moving forward, but we're going to move this to a different location And I guess somehow the guy who I bought it from had went into partnership with these, like, Iraqis. And the guy was mad that he sold it to me and how he was going to lose half of his profit from the business, which couldn't have been much because it was a podunk little carnival thing, fair thing. And I was going to really expand and blow. So he started dropping bombs on the entire city around me. And he thought it was hilarious. Bombs just dropping. Blowing up people. Killing my wrestlers. Um, one came. A lot came pretty close to me. But I had to duck and dodge. And then I found out you could kind of kick the bombs away. So I was doing that. So they went and like. They didn't go off if I kicked them. They only went off if they hit the ground. So I would like kick them to redirect them. Because that's what you do, right? You kick bombs to redirect them. And then they would hit the ground and explode close to me. But I would never be hurt. Because even though I was only like 10 or 20 feet away from these huge bombs, that was far enough. It was... It was something else. The dreams I've been having the last few weeks have been so much fun. Some have been stressful... But some have been like, what the fuck? Like, I know in the middle. It's like, I know this is a dream. But it feels so real. I guess I could say that about treatment, too. Tomorrow's wig day. I'll have to take a picture and maybe post it with tomorrow's episode. Uh, I got a pretty sweet wig I'm pretty pumped about. Um. Yeah. So, things are going as they go here. Um, Still, there's a couple people I'd like to get on the podcast before I go home, but I'm not going to force anything because I know that everybody's dealing with their own shit. And so, I just have to let that happen. Alright, y'all. Till next time, I will talk to y'all later. I appreciate you listening. Please, again, hit that subscribe, like. Give us a five star rating. Share us with your friends. Share us on Facebook. Share us through Tech message. <sighs> Rent a plane. Do a st- like a sky letter of our podcast. Um, honestly, if you did that, I would like get a tattoo on my butt for you because that would be like really saying you're part of the team. Anyhow, I hope you all have a great night. I hope you have a great day. Until next time, have a great night. Again, I've said that 37 times. (laughs) Take care, folks.